Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. And the theme for this conference is living up to Christ by the Holy Spirit. I don't play for me. Give me more strings. Pat. Living up to Christ by the Holy by the Holy Spirit. Living up to Christ by the Holy Spirit. But I changed the title a little bit, and it sounds like this: living up to the standards of Christ by the help of the Holy Spirit. Living up to the standards of Christ by the help of the Holy Spirit. I, for one, for those of you who know me, um, I'm a desperate chaser of the presence of God. I know for a fact that it's as a result of my relationship with Him that I get to enjoy certain things, certain privileges. Adam, God bless you. Godwin, love you too much. And I didn't come alone. I came also with Eric. Yeah. I love him very much. I love him very much. God bless you, Evan. For those of you who know me, I'm an avid, avid chaser of the presence of God. I know what it means to live a life without Christ. And I also know what it means to live a life with him. I know what it means to just be on my own, to do my own thing. But I also know what it means to have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. The day I encountered him, my life was transformed. And my life has never been the same again. And I believe strongly that in such gatherings like this, people will have the privilege of encountering the Holy Spirit. And I, I, as I was praying, something that God spoke to me about that, people who, some people who are here who can't, don't even know how to speak in the language of the Spirit, it will begin tonight. People who, whose yearning, desire for the Holy Spirit is dwindling, it will begin from tonight. It will pick up from tonight. And I believe you strongly in my spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Living up to the standards of Christ by the help of the Holy Spirit. So why, why must we live up to the standards of Christ? Why must we live up to the standards of Christ? When we look at John chapter 14 from verse 6, the Bible says that, and Jesus said to them, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. So this is, this is self-explanatory. It's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ in his embodiment as Lord truth. 
are many occupations. When I was growing up, I mean, I wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. When I wanted to be a lawyer, I wanted to, you know. I never, just, most part of my life, I always thought I'll be a lawyer. And then eventually, I had this yearning. After my mother told me about a story concerning my life and how the Holy Spirit rescued my life from the grips of the enemy, one day I'll tell that story. I decided that I was going to give my life to Christ. And I was going to serve him passionately with everything that I have and everything that I have. So, at the point, I also decided, you know what, I also, I one day, I, I want to be a preacher. But I knew that was not the full mandate for God uh, concerning my life. That wasn't the full thing concerning my life. I wasn't just a preacher. God was also teaching me about business. So, by God's mercy, I'm a pastor. I'm, I, I'm a pastor that serves in Zion Impact Ministries under my father, Apostle Kingsley J. Godson. And I've also established a company companies established companies um, the Oasis Studios belongs to myself and my wife um, and other things but it was only as a result of encountering truth that I was able to discover that way I understand what I'm living up to the standards of Jesus Christ by the help of the Holy Spirit hallelujah so as we are looking at the standards of Jesus Christ, I want us to pay attention to certain things that Jesus Christ did that made it a standard. Hallelujah. So, we see the humility of Jesus in Matthew chapter 3 from verse 13 to 15. Matthew chapter 3 from verse 13, the Bible said that, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. The Lord tried to prevent him. Hey, then John tried to prevent him. Can I get a reader? So that we can, we can speed this quickly. Matthew chapter 3 from verse 13. A reader. Yeah, Rob, Rob, well, can you please? Matthew 3.13. Yes, sir. Okay. It says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John, at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you are coming to me. Pause. If you pay attention to this text, you notice that John the Baptist knew that Jesus Christ was greater than him. If you read the earlier text, so when we look at Matthew chapter 3 from verse, let's look at it from verse um, give me a second. From verse 1. It says that from verse 2 and say repent for the kingdom of God is at hand for this is he who was spoken of by the prophets saying the voice of one crying out in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord make make his straight path make make his path straight now John himself was clothed in actually wait let me move to 11 he said I indeed baptize you with water unto unto repentance but he who is coming after me is mightier than I so even John the Baptist knew that the one, the one who was coming was mightier than him. But then, because of that disposition, John the Baptist had to baptize Jesus Christ. So it was a demonstration of the humility, humility of Jesus. Jesus Christ knowing that he is, a, he is a king of all kings and all those things have been prophesied about him. But he got to a dispensation where someone had to baptize him. So it was a demonstration of his humility. That's something that we must pay attention to as we are trying to live up to the standards of Christ. The humility 
4 from verse 12. And in, in, in this scripture, we look at the attributes of being able to overcome sin and temptation. Luke chapter 4 from verse 12. Luke chapter 4 from verse 12. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him unto the opportunity. And Jesus said, and answered, Jesus answered and said to him, it has been said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. So we notice in this text that Jesus Christ was tempted after he was led into the wilderness to be to, to, to fast and to pray and also to be tempted by the enemy. Hallelujah. So we see the attribute of being able to overcome sin and temptation. And when we look at this scripture, we know that Jesus Christ was able to overcome every temptation that was brought before him. The standard of living, living up to Christ by the Holy Spirit, being able to endure temptations. As a result of him being in the period of fasting and prayer, often he was able to constantly override the enemy. So for some of us who are here who are struggling with many things, try fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. Try what? Try fasting and prayer and then add the way to it. Hallelujah. Looking at the next point, and it says that we submit to the will of God even when it's difficult and seemingly foolish. As we yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let us look at Matthew chapter 26, verse 36 to 46. Matthew chapter 26, from verse 36 to 46. Then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word this is! For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, mm. and they come out. And the report about him went abroad. Sorry. Bro, where, where are you? Where are you reading from? 26. Matthew 26, 36 to 46. Oh, okay. Yeah, Matthew 26. If I just go, go straight to 41, it said, Watch 41. and pray, lest you enter into temptation. temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So know that you, your flesh is weak. And you need the spirit of God. He said, Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit is indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. When I was on on, on campus, um, that's when my relationship with my wife Irabina began, and we were we were we started uh, we started dating officially in the second year, my sophomore year, first 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 semester, right? <laughs> and we noticed that we noticed that our flesh was beckoning more. A lot of times. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, it's, it's too complex. What I'm saying is too complex. I should break it down. I should break it down more. We noticed that the things that we did not want to do, we were ending up doing them. I'm being very, very honest with you. And it was constantly becoming a distraction because these are the things that separate us from God. Hallelujah. These are the things that separate us from God. The things that we watch, the things that we listen to, the things that we do with our fingers, with our hands, with our eyes, with our minds, with our voices, with our words. They were the things that were plaguing us. Until we started doubling things like this. 
to remember that your flesh is weak and you need God. You cannot, you can never live up to the standard of Christ without the Holy Spirit. And it's in your place of constantly yielding to him that you see that there is more that God can use you for. And more that you can be able to overcome. So the Bible says that watch and pray lest you, you enter into temptation. For the, for the, the flesh is indeed weak. But the spirit is willing. So your spirit man can only override your flesh as you draw closer to the things of the spirit. So that's something that we that we made a conscious effort. I'm, I'm, I kid you not, it was not easy. When we're covered, we're, we're driving, we're having a conversation with Reverend Ruland and, and Evan. And we're talking about all these things. It was not easy, I'm telling you. But we noticed that the more that we drew close to God, the more that God was able to shed off certain things in our lives and strengthen us and made us capable of doing many things that we never thought we would be able to do. Hallelujah. Because I decide that you listen now and I will not listen. But your flesh is able to be constantly subdued as you draw close to the Holy Spirit. That is my earnest desire that constantly, every day, you can ask them, they who are with me, Godwin, you can tell them, it is our earnest desire that we know him and we know more of him. I got married at 24 and my wife got married at 23. Do you know what grace it takes to marry at that age? But I can confidently say that as a result of us constantly subjecting ourselves to the Holy Spirit, we saw that we started to live up to the standards of Christ without even knowing that we're living up to his standards because being in the perfection of his will is living up to his standards.
promised the disciples. He promised a, a number of people that as I go, I will send forth someone to you and he shall be with you forever. He is called the Holy Spirit. He is called Comforter. Can we look at John chapter 14 from verse 16? John chapter 14 from verse 16. Yes, sir. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper. Oh. That he may abide with you forever. He may abide with you forever. Now pause. As you say, students, what's the meaning of abide? If you say someone abides with you, what does it mean? Dwell no, dwell no addressing. Dwell no addressing. Let's break it down to the barest. Stay. So if someone stays with so you, most of you have dogs in your house. You see that your dog it stays with you. What the the bougie people who are you see that the dog enters into the room with you. When I was growing up, that that dog entering into the house, it was a never nova, never, never, ever, ever, ever. They sleep outside. Or some of us who have the, the bougie, we you know have that our poodles and you know. Yeah. A dog will follow you into the house. Then the dog stays with you. So for some of us, we have been staying with our, our parents. And because we stay with our parents, we can say, Daddy. I need this and daddy he, he can he can give it to you freely right or for some people who live your, your father your mother your custodian your aunties as you stay with them there are certain privileges that you would receive most of you are seated here not that you are paying your own school fees it's as a result of you staying with your father oh or you are paying your own school fees me i wasn't paying my school fees i mean some of you have the privilege of scholarship which is a blessing but for, for us who are not as privileged as you to have a scholarship because of because we are staying with our parents that we are here because we abide with our parents that's why we are here so the Bible is telling us that the Holy Spirit is that what? he shall abide with you he shall stay with you and that was a testimony that God promised us eh? it was a testimony ascends into heaven as Jesus ascends into heaven there will be someone called help Paracletus who would abide with you he will stay with you Joel he will stay with you he would stay with you that hey, you would have and, and imagine for, for most of us who struggle with uh, directions like me I did geography I studied geography for four years but I don't know my bearings I still don't know my bearings every if you tell me oh this one the place is uh, maybe the uh, the, the lecture halls, I'll be pointing somewhere here. I'm telling you. <laughs> I struggle with bearings. And for most of us who drive, we understand the importance of Google Maps. Even when you know the way. Oh. Even when you know the way. Right? Till today, I still drive Google Maps. Even when I know that, I drive. Because I mean, the Google Map will tell you that ahead of you, there is a traffic. You'll be experiencing the four minutes of, of congestion. Because the so I can be using the same route to work. I sometimes I, I use different different depending on what's going on. Maybe someone is fooling at the at the front. Someone that's gone out from his car is insulting. Someone's gone out from his car is insulting. So because of that, the whole everybody's just stalling and waiting for them to finish their foolishness. But because of the aid of Google Maps, Google Maps can tell you that you know what? Somebody's fooling at the road. So take this turn. 
I want us to just bring it down to the like the simplest, the simplest of, of, of understandings. And this is what the Holy Spirit represents to us. That when we are about to make some unnecessary mistake because he abides with you and because you have you have given him the privilege of abiding with you, he can direct you and tell you that this thing you're about to do, my daughter, stop it. You it will, it will end you up in trouble. And it's with these things, with the help of the Holy Spirit, that we can live up to Christ. Are you understand what I'm saying? Oh, what I'm saying is, is too is too big. Look, I, if we can take this passionately, that the things that we do, the time that we come to church, the, 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 the sacrifices that we make so that this and uh, the Kingdom Christian Fellowship will grow, it would it would like the strides that we make so that God's name would advance. Because I'm telling you, the enemy is working hard. Look, don't be comfortable of just coming here every Sunday, every gathering, every conference, and then they go here to oh, 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 the presence of God in the place. Listen, it's not enough. I will notice that as we do these things, you notice that God will begin to part the way for you. So you won't be able to make unnecessary mistakes. For me, when I was getting married, God spoke to me that now marry. Because I made up my mind that me marry. I will not marry now until I'm 20, 29. That was my, and by God's mercy, I'm 29 now. So it's now that I'm now come to start. I would have now come to, I'm telling you. I would, it was, it was, uh, I'm telling you. I would have now started. But because of the desire. I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect. No, I'm not telling you. What I'm, as I'm sharing these things, I've, I've been pursuing. It's not today. And I'm constantly being weighed off my personality. I used to be a certain way. But as I'm drawing closer to God, I'm beginning to unravel my true nature. Don't, 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 don't envy the people that you watch on uh, EO, E Online. Don't envy them. Don't envy those that you see on Bloomberg making so much money. I'm telling you, the kind of things that they're dealing with, they are shocking. Don't envy them. They can have so much money, but they are, they are dealing with so many things in a lot of pain. They don't have anybody to talk to. They don't have anywhere to go to. As we were driving, Evan, we came here. Evan took us to, he did some small tour of, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Despite. Despite is, is doing some something. And, and Reverend I was asking, ah, is he the only one going to live in this place? That thing is big. And I'm telling you, he can have all the money in the world. But if he does not have a personal, a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit, you see that constantly there's, there's a lot of void in there. That's what they face. That's how come nothing that they hold stands. If like look at their marriages. The Kim Kardashian that we every day we are watching, no? Eh? They're keeping up with the Kardashian that every day we are watching. Right now, what season are they? Those who are watching. They started a new one. Eh? How many? How? But these guys have become like the standard. But they can't even keep their own marriages. Look, you can only. Your, your, your pastor said what? Oh, amplify that voice. We want to hear what he said. Yes, amen. Amen. Look, you can only keep your marriage as you live to the standards of Christ with the help of the Holy Spirit. Keep that in your mind and tell the people who are struggling outside that look, there is somebody. That I've met, that I want to show, I want to, I want to show, I want, I want, I want, I want to show you that I've met. 
I want to show you about this guy. They call him the Holy Spirit. They call him help. Because when you say help, help is a personal. Like how they call your name? Uh, Rita. When they call you Rita, you will turn and look at me. If I'm calling Godwin, Godwin knows that Bishop is calling him. He will turn and look at me. It's the same principle that when you call help, God, the Holy Spirit has no hold. He, he has to answer you. Because that is his nature. It's his person. It's the person of help. So, for some of us who are struggling with our academics, we don't, we don't even know what we are even learning. Engage help. Engage help. It's not everybody who is chaperone like that too. Even people who are chaperone, they are struggling. Not, they, might, they might not necessarily be struggling with their academics, but they are struggling with something else in their life. said these things to you sorrow has filled your hearts mm. and taking complete possession of them mm-hmm. but i tell you the truth yes sir it is to your advantage that i go away yes sir for if i do not go away yes sir the helper comforter yes sir advocate yes sir intercessor yes sir counselor yes sir strengthener yes sir stand by yes sir will not come to you pause 
when you live here, I want you guys to brood on the scripture. You have to know him more. I'm telling you. John chapter 16 from verse 5. Amplified translation. Amplified translation. So we notice that Jesus Christ was unable to do all the things that he ever did without the help of the Holy Spirit. He was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. He was baptized by the Holy Spirit. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. He taught by the Holy Spirit. But one attribute that Jesus Christ constantly did that made him always abide in his presence was that he was constantly going into prayings often. When you read Mark chapter 1 verse 35, the Bible says that and Jesus Christ in the daybreak, he wakes up early in the morning, he goes to a solitary place and there he prayed. One way by which you can grasp the full standard or live it up to Christ by the help of the Holy Spirit is by making time. It's by staying in his presence. Sometimes I go into God's presence, I don't pray, I just sit down. I can be there for an hour. So I, can, I don't say anything. Very quiet. And you see that these are certain things, there's a certain say anything you just want to be in the person's presence right or those who are in those who are not in relationship you some of you have been in relationship it's true and you you've been sometimes it's not it's not every day that you do kakao sometimes you just want to be in their presence and that's an attribute that you can do to start living like just stay in his presence if you read, I'll just look at this Exodus chapter 33. Give me one second. I want to show you something. Very good. Exodus chapter 33 from verse 11. Exodus chapter 33 from verse 11. Yes, sir. And so the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. Mm. When Moses returned to the camp, his attendant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. Pause. Is that what? But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, we are all young here. The Bible said he did not depart from the tent. Because when Moses has encountered God, maybe Moses has spent maybe 20 hours with God. Or maybe, let's say, Moses has spent maybe one hour with God. When he is going, the son of Nun, Joshua, he will not go. He wants to spend more. The principle of wanting to know more of the Holy Spirit is staying in his presence. So, what I used to do when I was on campus was that I had a particular time I used to pray. It used to be 10 o'clock. And what I used to do was that when it's 10 o'clock, but if I'm, if I'm, I will just leave and go. Can you do that? These are the things that you can do to actually call it. And it makes God feel like you want to spend time. Because listen, God is looking to and for the earth, looking for those whose hearts are loyal to him so that he can prove himself strong to them. For most of you who are seated there, I know most of you want to have an encounter with God. But until you stay, listen, it won't, it won't happen. God might just show you glimpses of, of his presence just to lure you into, just to lure you into his place. But a lot of things are unraveled in the place of staying in his presence. You can only begin to live up to the, your, your full capacity 
did something like Jesus Christ did. Constantly, he wasn't saying that he's the son of God. So, I'll go and stand there. He won't pray, Master. He was constantly praying. He was constantly reading the word to the people of God. Every time they'll be looking for him. Jesus is with God. He's making time for him. Look, until we can make time for the things of God, our full potential, potential, we would never be able to grasp it. And for most of us who are here, the Kingdom Christian Fellowship is the is revelation of the Kingdom of God. For you to be able to know what God has called you to do, what God has called you to be, you need to you need to know the one who who can do who has the life. But the Bible teaches that the breath of life, man received life through the breath of God. So when God breathed into man, man received life. Man was just lying there dormant. After that, he was molded with clay. But until he had engaged the breath of life, he was not able to do the function the way he. he he required he ought to function so listen until you begin to make time for the spirit of god the standard of christ will become very alien to you that's what i said living by the standard by the holy spirit and the holy spirit is the person i came to introduce him to you some of you might have have a, have a fair understanding of who he is but i'm reading i'm giving you a different perspective about who he is constantly i'm craving to also want to know more about the holy spirit i'm not saying that oh, i know him so no no no, no. Constantly, you can ask the, the people who are with me. You can ask God. You can ask them. You can ask me. Constantly, it's a desire, a desire to want to know more of Him because I know that on my own, Charlie, I'm, I'm lost. On my own, oh, foolish things on. And sometimes you might not even know that you are doing something very foolish unless you draw close. And the God who speaks to you be like, this thing that you are doing. school but i noticed i noticed that 
as I drew closer to God, my voice became more, how would I even call it? What's the English word for it? Pardon me. Realms. No silky. Like it was, it was more purposeful. Like it, there was purpose in what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Not that the girl will be feeling like, hell. No, it's not enough. But it had more purpose. Like when I can sing and by God, people will go on their knees and lift up their, their hands to God. It's more purpose. Like it's drawing them closer to God. So for, for KSC who are here, make the Holy Spirit your friend. Like, hey, I'm telling you, don't come and stand here. Don't, don't rely solely on your voice. It's not good. The skill is important. But I want you to draw close. Listen, my, my lady, I'm seeing something. What's your name? Pardon me. Janet, there's a glory around you. Do you sing? You sing. You sing. You sing. Freshman year. Freshman year. Oh, 200. Freshman. 1. 1.2. 3.5. 8.1. is a glory around you. And I'm using it as a point of contact for everybody. That look, if we can make time for the Holy Spirit. Hey, it's not, it's not, it's not anything. It's not cold. Don't let anybody tell you that most of the friends that I was with at Ashesi, that they felt like following God. Yeah, yeah, Charlie. What be this following every day you say you they follow God? They don't have what I have, I'm telling you. And some of them are, are, are shy. They want to call me, but they can't call me. But I'm asking God for more grace to be able to reach out to them the other way around. They don't have what I have. But it's because I'm desperately seeking after the Holy Spirit so that I can truly live up to His standard. You can never live up to His standard without the Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus Christ told them. And they had to wait. The Holy Spirit didn't just come. It was as a result of them waiting. If you read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3, the Bible teaches that Jesus Christ spoke to a multitude of people. He spoke to about 500 people that they should wait on the Holy Spirit. But it wasn't all of them who waited. It was just 120 people who waited. And they are the ones who manifested, who enjoyed the presence of the Holy Spirit. And as a result of their interaction, their, 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 their intercourse with the Holy Spirit, they were able to change the world. Peter preached one sermon and 5,000 people gave their lives to Christ. Then you look and say, this demon out and the thing is going. The people are manifesting in various forms. But it was until they waited on the Holy Spirit. It was until they waited on the Holy Spirit. It was until they made time for the Holy Spirit. Then their true nature, they were fishermen or they were making money. I'm telling you. But it was as a result of them dedicating their lives, making time for the Holy Spirit, that things began to shift in their lives. Listen, my dear, my brothers and sisters, if you can make the spirit of the living God your delight, you will not struggle with many things. I don't even want to sense his presence. Lift up your hands to the heavens. And I want you to close your eyes and say, Father, I too want more of you. certain things that you can do to cause his presence. Lifting up your hands, kneeling down, bowing down, lying prostrate. And you see that there, if we can be doing these things in church, before Reverend Roland will hold the mic, the place is charged 
that because we are desperate for his presence, we are on the floor, we are lying down, we are asking, Father, we need you. When Reverend Roland holds the microphone and he says that, let it be so, it will be so. Because there is a way to cut his presence. There is a way to cut his presence. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.